Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. Today we talk about whether Justin and I actually started a Bible reading plan. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning back in. Apparently, we weren't uh, that horrible last year. Happy Even, New Year. Happy New Year. And we apologize to all of you who attempted to watch A Muppet Christmas Carol um, and learned oh, that it was oh. complete garbage, just like just like I did. That's so, not uh, true. All right. It's okay. But it's not true. Uh, we talked about at the end of last year, we were going to... We kind of went through the, the process of Bible reading plans and talking through that, but we concluded we essentially are... Our goal is to read through the Bible... Um, at whatever pace mm. and aspect we want to. We just want to continue to keep reading, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Justin, uh, where have you been reading? Uh, I went, so I'm in Galatians. We were talking about potentially starting at the beginning, and I had started in Genesis. And before we had decided to do this, I was in Galatians, or I was getting ready to start Galatians. And so I just felt like I needed to go back. And so... Uh, I am very slowly making my way through uh, the book of Galatians. Very nice. Very nice. So, uh, yeah, and just so you know, as we kind of go in this conversation, uh, Justin, you're reading from ESV? Yes. And I'm in the NLT, so if we read the same verse or something like that and it sounds slightly different, that's what's going on. Um, I'm actually in Genesis. Uh, I stuck with plan A. Yeah. Um, you know, well, good for you. What we said we were going to do when we talked about this off of uh, off microphone. Is that how you said it? <laughs> off <Yeah>. set? <laughs> Off the record. Off the record. But, uh, yeah, so I did come across one, and this this might be our topic for the day. All right. Uh, because cause I was reading through Genesis, got to Genesis chapter 3, where you have sin entering the world, um, and really got to a really interesting kind of question. Okay, and I'll just read uh, kind of the verses. Uh, I'll, read, I'll read Genesis 3, starting 1. So verse 1 says, The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord had made. One day he said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit of any tree in the garden? Of course we may eat the fruit of the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. So here's one phrase in here that kind of calls me to like, wait a minute, because the woman, Eve, basically says they can't even touch the tree or they will die. Right. But you go back to Genesis Genesis uh, 2 where God kind of states it, and all he says is eat. Mm. And so immediately I see that and I go, so is that like the first man-made addition hmm. to the law of God or to a, to a, to a commandment of God? Mm. And, and here's, here's what I'll, what I'll I'll label it. Is that the first guardrail that humanity created when it comes to a temptation or a sin or an activity? Because that's something we do all the time. Like I can remember 11 years of student ministry. um, There were lots of things I would encourage students like, hey, this is a guardrail you need to put up, especially relationships, um, screens, like like all these things like, hey, this is something you need to put up there. But when you look at Scripture, and you'd have a student that would do this, and they want to get real, real technical, yeah, you get to the aspect of like, well, wait, is is that's not wrong? Just the action is. Yeah. Well, and I wonder if it's if it's not even a, and I don't, I don't want to say foreshadowing because that sounds like I'm trying to project something that may or may not be there, but a a a looking to maybe the person of Christ or the New Testament kind of teaching that he brings where. It says, 
you know, the law says do not murder, but he says do not be angry, you know, or or do not commit adultery is the law, but do not even lust after someone. So he kind of takes it a step further. So God says don't eat, and they're saying, well, don't even don't even touch it. You know, like don't don't even go near it. Like, is that do you think there's any kind of correlation there, or is that just well, I no, would say, no, like, like I've taught on this passage numerous times, um, and actually the verses that, that I normally look at are 6 through 7, hmm. where it's the moment where the initial sin's committed by, by, by the, the people in the garden. And there's this kind of progression that happens, because at first it says they saw, they wanted, they took, hmm. and then they ate. Hmm. And so you get, the, you get the idea, which I think we've all been here, We've mm-hmm. all been at a point of temptation where we're kind of like dancing around the act. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're sitting there and it's kind of like back and forth and like we'll use, we'll be really soft about it. It's like cheating on a diet. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll give a really mm-hmm. soft example mm-hmm. here. It's almost like, okay, there are, there's a piece of cake on the counter mm-hmm. or whatever you're not allowed in your diet. It could be, you know, if it's right. carbs, it's like a, a piece of bread, right? right. You know, like right. you're sitting there and all of a sudden you just start like thinking about it. And or you see somebody eat it and you're like, oh, yeah. that's 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 what I eat. Yeah. And so you end up mentally kind of flirting with crossing this line. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so there's part of me I read through that and I and I almost want to get to that to that question is when okay, loaded question. We hadn't talked about this. We might not get to an answer. When are guardrails beneficial and when do guardrails lose the heart of, of what's happening? Are there things we put up in our lives that then become the focus when they don't need to be? Mm. Like, hey, do this, don't do this, whatever it is. Like, are there areas in our lives where we go, we've set up a guardrail? And it could be individually different, right? Because mm-hmm. I do think there's a, there's a high value in having guardrails. So go back to the the soften the diet example. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be tempted to cross the line on that, don't have it in your house. Yeah. Is it breaking your diet to have it in the house? No. But do you need that guardrail because the likelihood that you're going to trip over that and you're going to like just go after that piece of bread, you know. I I've, I've done a couple of low carb diets and they're horrible. Like they just, <laughs> bread is so good. Bread is so good. Uh, but man cannot live on bread alone. No, I well, think I think too uh maybe sometimes those guardrails make us think about that thing even more. Oh. Whereas whereas just 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 hey, don't eat of it. Okay, I'm not going to eat of it. Well, don't even think about it. Well, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, don't now, think, now I'm thinking about eating it. You don't know? think about a pink elephant, right? Right, exactly. Now we're all thinking about a pink elephant. Um, so, I, yes, I think they're helpful, but I do think they can trip us up in the sense of if if they they could just make us think on that thing more, if that makes sense. Mm. And when you were reading, go go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll come. No, back you to said think about that thing more, and actually, I've I was thinking back to like there was this camp speaker. And and I couldn't. Maybe you gave me the articulation for for what the rub was, but he was talking about um, a sinful activity that humans commit. But he was being super detailed about it, hmm. like it was almost like a dangling of the carrot. Yeah, like kind of leaving nothing to the imagination. There. Right, yeah. and I can remember. I'm like, this is this is this is not good. Yeah, and it was almost one of those things like there was a transgressing mm. of the mind and heart in talking about how bad it was. And so it was really, I'm sorry, it just it made me made me like really process like, okay, so are there times where like I get stuck in conversations 
And I think this is this 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 happens to all people sometimes. You're in a conversation with somebody talking about how bad something is, but you're all almost getting like the the sinful buzz. Sure. Because you're focusing yeah. up on well, it. Well, it's it's going back to that example of diet. If man, bread's bad for you. You know why? Cuz it gives you carbs and the more carbs you eat, if you don't if you don't exercise that off, then you have body fat and bo- like now we've just spent an hour talking about carbs. You know what I mean? Our minds have been focused on carbs and on bread and all the things we shouldn't do versus just going Hey, I'm, Matt, I'm, I'm going to not do carbs right now. Let's go do something what else. What if those carbs are a donut? Let's talk about that for oh, a minute. Oh, well, then that's always acceptable. That's always acceptable. <laughs> that's great. So we're, we're after this. We're going, like, the, the resolution is we're going to get donuts. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, anyway, going back to what we were talking about, one of the things that you read stuck out to me, and I've, I've heard that passage, I mean, just a lot uh, throughout my life, but... It said that the the tree was in the middle of the garden, mm. so I think that that location is super important um, for a couple of reasons. If you needed to get to the other side of the garden, right? If you needed to travel probably to most points, you're walking through the the middle. You know, it's I think oh, like, you're passing by the tree. Daily. Yeah, yeah, and so it's there. It's not like it's over in the dark, shadowy corner that you never really see, and you really have to go out of your way to get to. It's just always right in the middle, right there, calling out, you know, potentially. Well, why did God put, like, why Why was man created in this perfect world in perfect harmony with God, but then there's one thing, one rule in the middle of the garden? Why did God do that? I'm asking you, Justin. You're asking me? I'm directly I would, asking I would say you. because he wants to see what choice we will make. Are we going so to a choose? straight test. Uh, Yeah. I think he he. I don't like this. Like you guys, <laughs> this look that I'm I'm getting from Matt is so devious. Um, I think I well, think it can't be worse than the Muppet Christmas Carol. Look. No, it, that's such a good movie. Um, I think that we see over and over again in Scripture that that following Christ, following God, is is about choices. And I think that He um, gives us that freedom to choose. And I think He wants to know, hey, are you choosing me? Or are you choosing? Selfish desire. So here's here's a rude, like as you're saying that, I'm thinking through this, and I'm having moments where I've, where I've taught this pop back up. Is it a reality that while we exist in this world, there is always going to be a tree that our sinful nature desires more than God? And here's what I mean. So you mentioned... Uh, the, you said that the choice word, like that mm. choice phrase, and we're not getting into the the Armenian Calvinism debate. Right. That's not 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 the level we're talking about that on. But I've always described love as a choice. Yeah, like if you're gonna have a real relationship with somebody, you have to make the decision to invest. Mm. And so I think without the tree there, there's no opportunity for a real relationship because mm. there's zero choice. Mm. You're a robot at that right. point. Right, it's like like so. If God didn't want, He wanted real relationship with His creation. So there has to be. Yeah. If you're gonna have real relationship, there has to be. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna have to rethink this. Okay. <laughs> I, like I just heard it go in my brain. You can't have real relationship without a real choice. Mm-hmm. And I think without is what? that right? Yeah. Okay. Right. That feels abrasive. Somebody email me and tell me I'm wrong. Okay. But I'm sure there's someone out there. Uh, I also think that that again, the beauty of God's word, and if you kind of look at it as this this whole thing, 
and the themes that are that are from page one to the last page is is love like there's a, a sacrifice so like he has mm. this creation yeah but you're sacrificing this knowledge this this ability to eat from this tree because you love God and I think that even can point to you know God sent his son as a sacrifice because he loves us so much and Christ sacrificed his life for us because he loves us so much and so again there's these themes of choosing and choice and decision and sacrifice and love that it's just it's just a beautiful picture um but i i would i would tend to agree with you that um god doesn't want a forced robotic relationship with us he wants us to desire him we were created for that purpose and so you know that's a not not that i feel like god's a, a testing god to go oh gotcha you know but it's a Hey, I've I've given you the freedom in this world. Choose me. You know, there's lots of other shiny things in this world, but choose me. Okay, so practical phrase, practical question. So does that mean every morning when I wake up, I have to be keenly aware as a believer, like as somebody who has a relationship with God, that I am going to be battling a desire that wants... I'm losing traction on my wording. That, that wants to rebel against God more than I want God. In my experience, I would say yes. I don't know. I think there are varying degrees. I think there are some saints out there who who wake up every morning and that's that's less of a battle. And I think there are some saints out there who wake up and that's a, before my feet hit the ground, God... Just help me to stay focused on you. Help me to see, desire see, you. See, but I think, I think the side you mentioned right there, because um, I think for for a lot of us, we wake up every day and we already know what the temptation is going to be. Mm-hmm. And even I, if we handle that temptation, there's going to be another one. Yeah, right. But I do think, and this is maybe like one of those danger points for me. I feel like when I'm not in that battle, then my battle becomes pride. Yeah, blind pride. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't think there's any of us who are above waking up and going. I've got to put on the full armor of God. I've got to be battle ready. I've got I've got to do this in His strength. If you do that, then you're you're lying to yourself and you're prideful. But also, I think for a lot of us, myself included, a lot of mornings we just wake up and get going. You know, it's it's not a it's not a a literal thought that we have or or an action step that we have to go. God, prepare me for this day protect me from the things of this world that would tempt me or that would pull me away from you. My desire is you. We just wake up, get the kids going, get the coffee going, get get to work. And I think when we miss that step, because either we think we're above it and prideful or we just miss it, then we're kind of doomed from the start a little bit to, you know, because you're right, that temptation will be there. And we've I think we've had a podcast about this, that when we see victory over one, just the next one just rolls in line. You know, we're we're never free from a world, a life of temptation. And maybe that's this picture of a of a tree in the garden that hmm. there's always something there. Even from the beginning of the of creation, something was there because there will always be something there. That we have this side to of eternity. this side of eternity yep. that we have to rely on the Lord and his strength and his guidance to not fall into. That's one of the things when I like like when I think about like eternity with God, like no temptation, 
<laughs> like, yeah. like my brain can't comprehend that. Yeah. It really can't. But I also think one of the, um, just as you were talking, one of the things that, that kind of, kind of cued my brain was I think one of the biggest, like if, I, if I'm putting like a big marker of like a breakthrough in my relationship with God, um, one of those has been at some point, I don't, I don't remember how long ago this was, but there was this aspect of like, I, God was like, stop trying to hide your sin from me. Mm. And here's what I mean by that. It's in the moments when you're standing at the tree and it looks delicious and you're, you're tempted and your brain's starting to go there. Really retraining my brain to not go, wait a minute, this is not me in a room apart from God. Me, me in Nineveh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like this isn't me. I've ran from his presence and he's not here. He knows exactly what's going on. He mm-hmm. knows the temptation. He knows, knows what this feels like. And even when I fail, right. I'm not going to allow myself to do the thing where I distance from God. Yeah. He already knew it was a temptation. That's why he said, don't do it. Well, he knows the temptation right. and he knows when we fail, we fail. And so... I really tried to really start when I had moments or even in the temptation, just like crowd of guys say, Hey, need your help here. (laughs) Like, Hey, struggling with anger right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and, and so it really got interesting because like all of a sudden it changed the temptation narrative Mm -hmm. because then I was not battling alone. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden it wasn't something that, and this is something we do that's horrible. We, when we feel tempted, We'll already feel like we can't go to God, even though we exactly. haven't trans- transgressed. Exactly. exactly, and like you said, He already knows it's in temptation, and He's there. He wants us to turn to Him. Maybe that's why He put temptations in this world is is for us to go. I see it. I want it, but you know what? I want God more. Lord, I need Your strength here. You know what I mean? He wants us to. He wants that temptation not to draw us away from Him, yeah. but actually to Him. Uh, but we, as humans, as broken people, go. Oh man, I don't want God to know that I was tempted by that. I gotta stay away from him. Yeah, that's interesting because I mean, and that's one, and we'll we'll just trip all the way down the rabbit hole here. <laughs> like, if somebody is trying to explain to me that like they've always felt this way about a desire, mm-hmm. I will never argue with them that it wasn't a sinful desire they were born with. I'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I got those two. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I mean, the deal is, is like we all have, and I think that's one of the things that the church hasn't done really well. And I say that as as in like like you, me, the global church. Mm -hmm. Like we haven't communicated that everybody's sitting in the room. As believers, we have things that we desire that we know are not spiritually healthy desires. Instead, what we do is we go, hey, your desire's not healthy and you're weird, right? Yep. And somehow we got to change that narrative at some point. Like we've got to understand that like, we're in the same kind of battle. The temptation might be different. The Mm -hmm. desire might be different the Mm -hmm. the lust might be different but the reality is is like we're battling too interesting awesome well we hope this was helpful um once again we're trying something a little bit new and just taking what we've been reading from scripture and diving through it um we hope if you're sitting there listening and you're in the middle of the battle like you're in that struggle you know that, that there's there's a tree you walk by every day and that's your temptation we hope this is just a helpful reminder that we said something that God provoked something in your spirit that just helps you lean more and more on him we thank you for listening and we will see you next week